Hey, Josh. Hey, Ryan. <clears throat> How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, how's your weekend going? It's not too bad. Um, it's been relaxing. Uh, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, just been relaxing and um, didn't do anything this weekend, to be honest. So nothing to report. Nice. How about you? Um, let me think. Um, well, Stephanie's parents were uh, away for the last few days. They went to Disney. Um, so um, uh, Donnie came over yesterday. Um, or Donnie got dropped off yesterday. So um, he hung out with us yesterday. Um, he's doing, he's doing pretty well. Um, he's, uh, he's getting better with his, uh, speech, um, or he's talking a little bit more than he used to. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's autistic. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's, he likes to play with Legos. He spent a lot of time playing with Legos, um, mm. yesterday. Um, so, I'm, so he's doing well. Um, he's supposed to start kindergarten next year, and they're trying to um, get him to go to like a uh, like a specialty school, like that can um, that specializes in students like him. Um, but the East Haven School District wants doesn't want that. They want him to stay in their public school. So they're. Uh, We'll see what ends up happening, but they're gonna try to get him into um, a specialty school um, for uh, autistic children. Why that? Why don't they want him? What was that? Why don't they want him? Oh, um, so from what I've heard, is that um, they have to pay for it. The East yep. Haven School District has to pay for it, which is from what I've been told, why they want to keep him at the school. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, but he's like, I don't know. I mean, he's not my kid, but yeah. from like what Stephanie says and Donnie's parents, they all think he'd be much better off in a uh, in an alternative uh, setting that specialized in like what he needs. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I hope I hope they can figure out how to get him in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's I guess it's um you know, they're having a tough time. You know, they're having like meetings with the school and all sorts of stuff. Um you know, so it's you know, it's too bad that it's you know, so hard to you know, to go through yeah. this process. Um you know, it's definitely easier than it used to be, you know, having a kid that's that's autistic. There's more options, but it's there's still yeah. a lot of difficulties that go along with it. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like, uh, you know, the fact that it's about money, you know, it's just so sad. Uh, we we're going to deny a kid the proper education because of money. 
I think that's just kind of sick. But you're right, though. Uh, it has gotten better. And there's a lot more um, attention to kids like that. But it still isn't right. Uh, shouldn't be denying a kid, you know, the, the education that he needs just because that's just so stupid that the school would say that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it not is. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's still, you know, he's still not fully potty trained. And um, yeah, you can't go into kindergarten if you're not even fully potty trained. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's still has a lot of trouble communicating like he he can he's talking more than he used to but he doesn't um you know he still doesn't communicate a lot with his uh with the talking you know there's still he has trouble i think you know with his muscles saying certain words yeah um so there's you know he just doesn't use talking as a form of communication that much which you know if you're going into kindergarten and you're, you know, you, you have an extremely limited vocabulary, then that's going to be really challenging for you. Um, you know, plus, you know, not being fully potty trained and, you know, it's, you know, it, it uh, doesn't make sense to me for it to no. put a, a kid like that into a kindergarten. No, absolutely not. No, the kid's not ready to be, if he's not potty trained, I remember being in kindergarten and you know, I knew how to use the bathroom. Everyone knew how to use the bathroom. That was like one of the things that like you like move on from, you know, like it, that's why it's like you take the steps and some kids, you know, are, uh, are a little, you know, slower with development. So, you know, they need the proper education or whatever, whatever he needs. It seems like he just, you know, I don't know. I'm not, uh, from what it sounds like, you know, he definitely isn't ready for kindergarten at all. Is that like what they're saying is like, he's, he is ready. Yeah. But I guess there's, from what I've heard, they're saying like, there's enough services in place for him. And they're saying like, we don't want to like enable him. Um, or they're saying like you don't want to enable him by putting him in an environment that's like easy for him because like he won't learn how to do things if he's not what? in a in a regular environment. Jeez, he's, he's like three. <laughs> not going to take his SATs. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, maybe I was thinking maybe at some point he could transition to public school, but I don't yeah. think. Once you he's know, ready. Yeah, he's not going to be ready in three months. No. You know, um, yeah. I think he's a very bright kid. Um, mm. Like, he's good. He's great with his colors and numbers and everything, um, as a lot of autistic uh, people are. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, like, communicating with people, like, that's a huge part of school. That's... You know, and if you can't do that, yeah. then you're going to struggle. Yeah, that's that's very true. And like someone who's still learning how to be uh, how, how to communicate with people, you know, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, he's whatever they said. Like, that just doesn't even make sense. Like, he needs to learn how to like how to speak with people in order to go to public school, because that's what public school is, like you said. 
things, yeah. you know? And so he, he needs that. He needs to be, I think that's the thing is like, he, he needs to learn how to have, uh, communication skills, you know? And I think from what it sounds like, it's, and from what I saw when I did meet him, he does seem like a bright kid, you know, he seems like very observational and, um, and, you know, I guess, you know, a lot of people lack certain things, especially like early on, but it was, you know, it's not saying he can't like pick up on those, you know, communication skills, but, uh, you know, he just needs the proper, ed- the proper uh, environment. And yeah, it's, that's silly that they would say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, um, yeah. So they're still going through that process to try to get him into, um, you know, a school that's more appropriate for him. So, um, you know, hopefully that works out. Um, and you know, it's definitely too bad that it's, you know, all this stuff is over money. Um, you know, it, it should definitely just be what's best for the, for the kid. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, so hopefully he gets what he needs. Um, it'll be interesting to see, like, what type of person he grows up to. Um, you know, I used to think that, you know, about Evan, who's who's 10 now. You know, when he was younger, I used to wonder, you know, what kind of you know, like person he'd turn into. Because he was, he was, like, a very social kid um, when he was when he was really young. He was social and you know just super high energy and um you know so it's interesting to see he's 10 now and he's still he's still very uh social he i mean he's 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 very similar to what he was like when he's five but he's basically he's basically the change that's happened it's not really a change but in the process of learning things he's able to talk about more things yeah. Um, like when you're like four or five, you just talk and it might not make sense. Like what you're saying. Right. But like now he's 10 and he, he learns things and he knows things. Now he has, when he talks it like, you know, he has like valid, like actual opinions and uh, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, but it, it's fun. It's kind of fun or funny or both to, to watch like little kids, and see like what they grew up to be you know um yeah you know it's almost like a you have like a seed and then you just watch the plant grow yeah did you ever feel that way with uh growing up with me i don't know if i thought about it that much um as i do now for some reason um probably because we were both like growing up still yeah yeah, what do we, what do we have? Seven year age difference? Like seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. Okay. Wow. I can't believe I was seven when you were born. Yeah. Um, I remember mom telling me that she was gonna have a kid. We uh, she took me for a walk up to uh, that mountain behind our house at Grandpop's. Um, and I think no, wait, maybe she, maybe we were in the kitchen. We might have just been in the kitchen. But I, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember. We were alone together and she told me and i thought it was cool when she told me i was like cool i'm gonna be a, a big brother <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and yeah. i mean i remember my my earliest memories of you 
are with your um with your arm with your arm <laughs> your arm braces <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh my god i forgot about those those are my earliest memories too <laughs> um oh my god i forgot about those you remember having wow. like wearing those i forgot about those until you just said it <laughs> oh my goodness that just like sparked a whole world that i totally forgot about yeah holy cow i had yeah. to wear like two of them i'm pretty sure yeah you had two. <laughs> oh, i remember being at grandma and grandpa's yep. yeah yeah that was awful yeah used to cry and oh yeah. it's so bad wow i totally for i must have like i must have blocked that out of my memory yeah because i forgot about that until you just said that yep wow yeah yeah i can laugh about it now <laughs> yeah you made it that was shitty yeah. <laughs> yeah so you had a cleft palate which is you had yep. a hole in the roof of your mouth and they they what they sewed it shut right i think somehow i don't think they sewed it i think they oh. just somehow yeah i don't know what they did but so they fixed they they fixed it they fixed it and while it was healing they didn't want you um putting stuff in your mouth so that's why they gave you the arm braces so you couldn't yeah. bend your arms yeah i was you know it's funny because i remember thinking like why do i have to wear these no <laughs> no one i didn't really i didn't know why i just remember <laughs> i had i was <laughs> like i really didn't know uh another memory i have is being in this uh when i was in the hospital uh oh, <laughs> when you were cut no, uh, remember I, I had to stay in, I had my surgery, oh. whatever it was, uh, I had to stay in the hospital and I was with mom the whole time. And one of the first things they did, I remember is I had to sit like in this enclosed space, I think it was, and they had me blow or try to blow into a balloon and uh, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> I had to like inflate the balloon and uh, because my cleft palate, it like, it redirected air from, you know, through yeah. my nose. So it wouldn't, nose, yeah. me, it wouldn't allow me to, you know, I still have trouble with it because it never, it never fully closed. Yep. So even to this day, like I still kind of have trouble with it and it's, I might sound a little funny sometimes, but uh, I can feel it like when I speak. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I can like squirt milk through my nose with it and stuff. Oh, really? I used to do that when I was little. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I remember that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's crazy that you brought that up. I forgot about the arm braces. Yeah. I, I just remember sitting at grandma and grandpa's and I think that was, uh, one of my earliest memories too. When I, yeah. When I came to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, I had to translate for you when we were at grandma and grandpa's because he couldn't understand what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that in, uh, as much. But um, I, yeah, I just remember like the, seeing, I remember just seeing the arm braces on me. And yeah, yep. yeah, I remember. Yeah. You remember going to the hospital because mom uh, cut your hand? Uh, I don't remember that, but I have the scar. Okay. It's on your finger, right? Yeah. It's, it's still pretty clear. 
Okay. You can still see it. So. Okay. I remember that vividly. Uh, mm. Mom was doing something with her bottles, I think. She was cutting the nipples or something. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I, I know that sounded weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> cutting and nipples don't belong in the same sentence. Yeah. But I think she was cutting them and you got in the way or something and she like well, sliced your finger. She was holding me. Oh, she I was holding you. Okay. She told me that she was cutting carrots and she was holding me. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Maybe it was, I could be wrong with that. Oh, okay. She was cutting something though and she was holding me at the same time. Okay. So. I think there was a baby bottle involved somehow. Yeah, probably. Like, because like, I think I she had to, the nipples had to, <laughs> the 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 nipples had to go in warm warm water I think or the bottles did or something maybe that distracted her I don't know we have to ask yeah I'll have to ask her yeah um yeah so uh, yeah so you 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 went to the hospital a decent amount early on as a, yeah as a young I do I remember. Uh... Those were some of my earliest memories. Like, um, I don't remember what in particular was my earliest memory, but uh, the, being at that hospital was one of them. And I remember throwing up a lot there. I, I remember uh, just like sitting up and then mom was like sitting in the corner. And I just remember like projectile vomiting. And then uh, I remember like being pushed in a wheelchair and like going to the, they had like this movie place where you, where you could, where you could pick out movies and, uh, and watch them in the room because they had the TV. So I picked out like a bunch of movies and then, oh, that's when I vomited while I was watching one of the movies, I started vomiting for some reason. I don't remember why I just, this is just a memory that I have. I just remember watching one of the movies. And then for some reason, I remember my, whole body just felt so weird and uh i just remember like vomiting everywhere yeah and, uh yeah i just remember mom being there and uh i didn't know like what was going on i just remember i remember i was kind of having a good time like once i got the movies i was feeling all right like i, I, I was just enjoying that like as a kid i don't think you really like you're more like in the moment, you know? So like, you don't think about why you're in the hospital. Yeah. Like any of that, you're just like, all right, this is it. Mom, as long as mom was there, like if mom wasn't there, I would have been, I would have been a mess, but having mom there, obviously I knew everything was okay. And then like, yeah. I remember watching those movies and like, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool actually. Uh, yeah. So like, it, it sounds bad. Like, oh, you, I was in the hospital, but it wasn't like, at the moment, in the moment, it wasn't like, at least I, I don't know. I, I remember me, I did hate it at times, of course, but you know, it wasn't like as bad as it might seem. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's kind of how Lucas, like he might not always know what's going on, but as long as he's near, like near Stephanie, he's, he's correct. Right. Yeah. Well, that's how, uh, that's how, you know little kids are kids are extremely smart 
and even like babies, you know, because they don't have like a, they don't have a consciousness yet, you know? So there's nothing that uh, disrupts like that um, intuitive, you know, whatever it is that, uh, you know, that like lets you just like live in the moment type thing. And that's, I mean, in a way kind of like how we're supposed to live, I guess, I think. Uh, but I, I mean, not how we're supposed to live, but like that's how um, naturally, you know, we, we are supposed to live. And so it's like, it's kind of interesting to have that perspective, like just like living in the moment. And it's funny because like now, if I had to go to the hospital, it'd be a totally different story. You know, mom's not going to be there to push me around in the wheelchair or maybe she will be you know yeah but it wouldn't be i'd be thinking like oh man i'm gonna have medical bills you know yeah. and all the, like all the stresses that come along with going to the hospital when you're 27 yeah. as opposed to when you're you know four three or yeah. four so i think it's like there's a lot of that too that you know money is a big thing that like prevents us from living in the moment yeah um, so that's kind of like why maybe we have that, like as a kid, we don't really care. You know, you can just like walk off without, you know, a cell phone or a wallet. You don't need any of that. You just walk off, nothing matters. But yeah. now it's like you, you need your GPS, you know, you need to know where you're at, you know, and, um, you know, you need your wallet, you need everything, you know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how I went off on that rant, but <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. And yeah. you know, I think I think we didn't start living this way until recently with like, you know, needing your wallet and your phone. Um, I think we used to live like um children for like a longer period of time, mm. even our whole lives, you know, just living in the moment and um, you know, just knowing that your family's safe um that's that was enough i think back then yeah. to live a, a happy life where it's where now there's like so many more things um that don't really allow you to live in the moment yeah yeah there's a lot of things um i think a lot of it is money i noticed uh one thing i reflect on is like when i was living paycheck to paycheck and just how like stressful that was and yeah not even like in the in the moment i didn't really like think about it like but looking back like i prevented myself from doing things you know like i was depressed you know it, it, i i didn't think about it then you know i wouldn't i'm not just gonna be like oh i'm depressed but i was depressed and it was because i didn't have money sadly you know because you, you need money to do stuff <clears throat> and you know, it didn't stop me from getting up and trying to enjoy life. You know, I still, I still did things that I wanted to, but there was still like that. There, there was still like that, oh shit, like, you know, I'm struggling right now. This sucks. And, you know, there's, I think there's people out there that, I don't know, but for me, I still had that in my mind and it was preventing me from like really being happy. And it was like, it's kind of sad to think about that. And now that like, I'm kind of doing better saving money and stuff it's like i don't really have those worries i don't have so, that depression and but like you know that could all that at the same time that could 
I could lose that, you know, like who's to say like something doesn't happen tomorrow. Like I, um, God forbid, but it's just, that's hypothetically, you know, but that happens to people where it's like, you're up top, you're on top. And then all of a sudden you lose it all. And then you go from being so happy to this. It's just like amazing how our emotions are based off of that, you know, so heavily. And I think that could go for everybody. You know, if, if you, if you, went broke tomorrow somehow you know you would be pretty upset right you'd be pretty yeah I would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> um, you know and people you know a lot of people don't want to admit you know like it's not all about money but um it is unfortunately you yeah know? um yeah i remember how stressed out mom was a lot of time you know, living paycheck to paycheck. I think, I think, I think mom, I think money was a huge part of mom's stress. Yeah. It's probably why she was, you know, um, I'm not saying like, I'm not going to paint our mom as like this monster because she was awesome, but you know, she did have moments where she snapped just like most parents, you know? And I think, I think I agree, you know, (laughs) because then you look at like, uh, you know, you, you could go on YouTube or something, look up like a, find like a family, you know, like uh, uh, the other day I was like watching like, like Shaq, I uh, saw like a video of him and his family and they just look so happy. You know, there's <laughs> like, I don't see how they could be upset. I don't see how they could ever like, just, I don't see how Shaq could just be like, Hey, do the damn dishes. You know, <laughs> you know I don't see that, but maybe, maybe. I don't know, but I also think that like living in those environments where like you're poor and I'm not saying we were poor, but I mean, you know, we weren't, we also weren't living lavishly and, yeah. uh, um, and yeah, I, I think it destroys relationships, um, and that ruins lives and yeah, it's just, and it's something that doesn't even really mean anything. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't even mean anything. So it's just amazing how our lives are run so heavily on money. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, mom and dad were arguing once and uh, mom said to dad something like, you know, um, you don't something about money in terms of like his job or something and she ended up saying like you know something something you know that's why we're poor and um and i i heard that and it upset me so much that she said we were poor and i i went up to her later and i i uh, like later that day and i i told her that i heard her say that and um she 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 felt bad and she was like oh we're not actually poor um but it but it really upset me um that she said that because like I didn't want to be in a poor family that's how I felt like as a kid um I guess I felt embarrassed and I remember I remember later on when we were living um on Main Street in that two-family house I remember mom got sent in the mail a uh an ebt card do you know what those are oh that's a food stamp card yeah yeah yep. so she got sent in the mail a food stamp card 
which is where you can um, yeah. basically get food for free from the government. And I felt bad then too. Uh, you know, I felt kind of ashamed that like I was in a family that you know that needed that. I don't think yeah. I don't think she ended up using it ever. But um, you know, I always I always felt like a stigma with like you know poor you know families and it's unfortunate that that's the way our society is you know we have with these different you know classes the 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 poor class and the middle class and the, the higher class but that poor class is in a pretty big disadvantage um you know like you said just in terms of happiness and then you know i think the pattern kind of repeats itself you know with the poor parents and then obviously you have the poor kids and you know i think statistically they're going to be much more likely to grow up to be poor than kids from a middle or a higher class family so i think it kind of uh, you know feeds upon itself the the cycle um yeah which is unfortunate you know that you know poor people in a way are kind of trapped in that cycle of course they can get out of it you know yeah. many, many of them do but I think statistically, most if you're born into a, a poor household, you're more likely to grow up and be poor yourself. I, I would assume that that's true. Yeah. Um, but also in terms of how much money you have, um, from what I've heard, um, that obviously if you if you don't have a lot of money, then that's going to create more stress. But I also heard um, that there's like a this range that's like mm -hmm. optimal for being happy. Yeah. Like once you get like set and comfortable, yeah. Um, anything, any money more than that, like doesn't matter. Like it's not going to influence your happiness. Um, yeah. So like, <clears throat> you know, me and Stephanie say, you know, a couple years from now, <clears throat> having a house and our combined income being, you know. I don't know, 110, 120,000, both having teacher's jobs, that's not being rich, but that's yeah. more than enough to be comfortable. And right. I think that's enough for us to be happy. Um, I don't think our happiness would increase anymore if we were, say, millionaires. Um, you know, because at that point, you know, I don't know. I feel like it almost becomes silly at that point when you're when you're like super rich. Yeah, so it's funny that you're saying that because I was just thinking the other day about uh, like gambling. You know, yeah. I remember when I was like, I, I got pretty bad with like the online gambling for a little bit. Yep. Uh, playing like roulette and stuff. I think I talked about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, one thing I noticed is like I would win a lot of money. You know, I, I would, uh, I had like the system where I would, uh, it was easy for, I would put in like $500 and then I would, e I would easily be able to win uh, like a hundred off that. Yep. So what I would do is after I won that hundred, I would pull my 500 out so I couldn't lose it. And then with that 100, I would just keep winning like more money because I was willing to lose that money. So I would place like a $50 bet. And then all of a sudden I won, you know, I'm at like $200. And then every time I won $200, I would pull out uh, that previous 200. So I kept like winning. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I, I have no, like, when am I going to stop? You know, it is like, I remember thinking like, 
at what point is it like enough <laughs> you know yeah. I, was, I was like oh my god i'm winning like i the games it's literally just giving me money right now <laughs> and it was sweet but then i'm like i had to like go back and like keep i had to like keep track of like how much i kept withdrawing and yeah. uh and i was like look it was like plus 100 plus 100 plus 100 plus 100 it was like seven times so i, I won like 700 dollars. yeah and uh I still had, so I still had 200 in that account, in my account. That was money I was, I already won. So I actually had 900, but I, I was going to use that to just keep like winning. And uh, I was, I was, I had to just bet it all <clears throat> because I, I don't know if I would have stopped and it was like a good system, but it was like, um, yeah, it just, at what point, And then, I, I remember having that problem, like that dilemma. It's just like once you get that, like you know, a hundred dollars, it's like all right, like I, you feel good. And then for some reason, I feel the urge to like want more, and then yeah. more and more and more. And that was one thing I had to learn. Like you know, it's like I can get by with without doing that. I don't need to gamble. I don't need to go on these sites. Like all I have to do is save my money and you know budget keep track of my spending you know it's that simple i don't need to like be a millionaire overnight you know yeah uh, i enjoy i take pride in like saving money and i take pride in like keeping track of the things that i spend and stuff and that's one thing i realized is like i enjoy it i enjoy like the process of it and i take pride in the fact that i'm able to like you know uh, take care of my bills on time and you know seeing my credit score going up like that's that's like I don't need anything more than that you know I want there's th things that I want you know um, obviously I have goals and stuff but that stuff's gonna come and I think like just enjoying like the process of it is that's the happiness you know that you that you get you know the pride that you feel at least for me what I've noticed you know yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Walter White went through that same thing you're describing. Um, yeah. Whereas oh, it's real. It's true. When is enough enough? That's what Skyler said to him. When is enough enough? And he just wanted more and more. Yeah. You know, until it, it until it ruined his life. Yeah. And it's it's a real thing, you know, because money can just like I said, it can really affect your emotions. So like once you start seeing like the numbers going up, it's really, really hard to um, not want more, at least, especially for certain people who have addictive personalities, you know, to begin with. And, you know, it's hard to break that cycle. And, you know, I'm still working on it. But I think, uh, you know, seeing what mom and dad had to go through and uh, I think that's, I am really thankful that I left for the Marine Corps when I did because that situation I was in with dad and Terry, that was horrible. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, where I would have ended up after that or who, how I would have ended up if I stayed there. Um, but that's the type of thing though, like that, this is the town, you know, Stafford that we live in. This is the type of town that just nobody ever leaves, you know, um, you know, a lot of poor people and, um, you know, dad was, he, he was struggling really bad. 
I remember. And uh, um, yeah, that we all know what happened with that. So yeah. I, I'm going to do my best to do the exact opposite of, you know, when it came to money, just do everything I can. And I'm not, I, I, I'm pretty, you know, um, I'm pretty good about it. And I just, I, I do not want to live that type of life at all. No. And I already, you know, you already kind of, kind of lived it a little bit. So I know what it's like. And it's horrible. All right. So we were talking about, um, about money. Uh, yeah. Money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I agree with you in terms of the process being enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, something we did talk about before is like, what would you do if you won the lottery? Mm-hmm. And I said at the time that I wouldn't want the money because I enjoy the process of saving it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's more rewarding. Um, and, you know, I, I agree 100%. I, I, lo- I love the process. And um, I kind of liken it to like um like sports or like sports video games like when you have like a like a young player and they're not very good but as you work on their skills they get better and better yeah and you know that's kind of what i i think of with my own savings it's like you know right now i'm like a you know i'm in like the minor leagues and um you know practicing and working hard in hopes of you know eventually making it to the major leagues and, you know, having a, a nice, um, uh, major league career. Um, so I think the process is great and it's, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to, you know, be able to be in this process where we're, we have good jobs and we're saving money, but, um, you know, it definitely is a very enjoyable process. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think, you know, a lot of people just, I think it's just about, uh, not, not letting money, like, I, I don't know, just understanding that it's not, um, all about just buying stuff. You know, I think a lot of people are just, they just like to buy stuff and, uh, you know, there's stuff that I want, but I honestly hate buying stuff. You know, I don't even like buying food, but I have to, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how Stephanie is. She doesn't she doesn't like buying food. I'm like, we kind of yeah, need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I I love to eat, but I I don't like buying food, and um, I mean, I'm pretty cheap. Of, uh, I I'm getting a little more cheaper as like I go, but I I don't know. I don't want to get too crazy with it, you know. And but that's just kind of like how I feel. I need to be, you know, and. Uh, save as much money as you can, um, live kind of minimally, minimal, 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 um, you know, but, uh, I can get, you know, and that's the thing, like, I'm, I'm still happy. I still get what I, you know, I've been buying. The only thing I really buy for fun is like sports cards. Um, that's the only thing I can really think that I've, I've been buying for like uh, stuff outside of what I need, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I also 
buy pot, but that's pot, food, and basketball cards. Yeah, the three is the three bare essentials <laughs> yeah. to, to any healthy lifestyle. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think once, because I once uh, once we get a house, um, you know, I'll be freed up in terms of you know buying stuff um and you know i I think it would be fun to maybe start getting into basketball cards again um you know we actually have a pretty decent collection um between the cards that you have and i have um but uh yeah i mean i don't i don't buy hardly anything like for fun um right now um just focused on saving and you know i we go we get like takeout sometimes mm. um but like those prices are becoming like crazy um yeah you know like you know it used to be you know like affordable like i wouldn't think twice about it it's like now it's like i go to chick-fil-a and it's like holy <laughs> crap like i know what, what happened to the dollar menu at mcdonald's yeah it, it's it, it's still a dollar menu but it's like yeah, like one, yeah, like one chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, remember we used to go to McDonald's and we would get like two two double cheeseburgers and yeah. two McChickens. Yeah, <laughs> for like four dollars. Yeah, that, that was now you now that's like a twenty dollar meal. I'm not yeah. even exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it is. Um. Uh, I the last time I got takeout I was actually last week but i had a free domino's delivery yeah <laughs> but that just goes to show how much takeout I <laughs> you had to buy five previous ones. <laughs> yeah, i had to buy five others to get that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um uh, yeah i've been eating just like sandwiches lately yeah that's all i really need and i uh i make um oh and omelets i make uh omelet every day oh nice um that's so I get like, and then I make uh protein shakes with fruit and uh lettuce and uh protein powder. So I, I drink those like after work, but, nice, you know. <clears throat> but that's like that's the cheapest way I can do it, you know, just to, yeah. to still get like all of the vitamins and essential stuff that I need for my body, yeah, to, you know, recover after work and stuff because. You know, I could definitely spend a lot of money after work with all like the energy I burn and stuff. And yep. I've spent a lot of money, you know, and it, it a lot of times it's just like, you know, my it, I'm not that hungry. It's just I feel hungry and yep. I end up spending way too much on food. Yeah. And that that was like that was not healthy for me at all, like financially or physically. Like I was spending man probably like 200 a week maybe if not more than that on takeout or, or doordash yep um and then on top of that then it's like then there's more stress built onto that like then there's like the whole delivery thing where like you ask them to bring it to your room <laughs> yeah and they don't do it and it's like well that's why i left you the tip you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then there's that whole like mental thing so it's like it's bad for you in all ways. It is. For me, it's, you know, some people, whatever, but yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, 
just an instant gratification thing. Mm. You know, yep. it's like I'm hungry now. Um, I want calories, so I'm gonna get DoorDash. Yeah. And it's fun in the moment, in that you know, in that 40 minute time frame from when you order it to when you eat it, it's great. But outside that time frame, it sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is the majority of your life. Um, yeah. it's sucking, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's like kind of like a math thing, you know. Do you want to be happy for 40 minutes and miserable for the rest of your time, or do you just want to be overall content? Um you know, that's kind of like the math equation. But I think one of the biggest misnomers is that healthy food is more expensive than unhealthy food. Um, you know, obviously you have the DoorDash and stuff and rising prices. But even even if healthy food is slightly more expensive um, when you buy it, um, in the long run, it's much cheaper because you become a healthier person. And when you're a healthier person, you're going to have less expenses in general in your life. Um, so you end up saving so much money if you're eating healthy food, um, you know, with less doctor visits, less hospital mm. visits. Um, plus just the fact that you're going to be happier, you're going to be making better decisions probably going to be making better financial decisions. So, you know, I, um, I never ate healthy, um, pretty much my whole life. I never, yeah. I never thought about it. I wasn't educated. I didn't, I didn't know about the benefits of eating healthy food. Um, I always ate unhealthy. Uh, I always got fast food. Um, yeah. and then, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I came back from my honeymoon and I wasn't fat, but I was a little heavier than I wanted to be. And I, I just decided to start eating healthy, not worrying about calories, but just eating healthy. And it's, uh, it's made a huge difference in my life positively. Um, yep. you know, not just physically. I mean, I've maintained a healthy weight. Um, but I just, I feel better. Um, emotionally as well and um you know and i think the more i think about it the more i think that eating a healthy diet is the most important thing you can do um for yourself yeah i totally agree uh yeah um i was gonna say something but um you know you do get like you said uh, the instant gratification. Um, you know, I, those people don't, I, I think a lot of people don't understand, like there is a lot of gratification, you know, uh, ways. So like I make, I, I like pre-make my, uh, my shakes for like, you know, two days. So I'll just, oh man, it's so good. It's like oh, yeah. a milkshake. I used to and, drink. I used to drink those after my P90X workouts. Those are mm -hmm. the best things I've ever had because I worked out so hard. Yeah, and it wasn't like the best tasting thing, but after a workout, like those are like heaven. It was so good. Yeah, and I, uh, I mix like, I so I put. I don't know how you made yours, but I put uh like frozen fruit, and I started putting uh chocolate milk just because it's a good recovery drink yep. and a uh, little bit of protein powder 
Um, and then uh, mom throws uh, lettuce. So I, I put some lettuce in there, no yep. pesticides or anything. And, um, and then uh, a little bit of peanut butter. And that's, that's all I do. And it comes, it tastes like a, like a chocolate shake. Yeah. But like, oh, it's, but it doesn't make you feel like shit though. You know, it oh. tastes like a healthy shake. Yeah. And it's, oh man. And I, I could drink, I could eat that. And it's perfect because like, I'll drink, uh, what I want to start doing is make like a separate shake for like the morning time. Like I don't want to be putting all that like dairy and stuff. Yeah. me in the morning so i'm gonna start making one with just like fruit and water and yeah. maybe some like lettuce and like a banana or something to make it thicker yep but um because the bananas are good for it kind of adds like the thickness to it yeah uh, and it it gives you good energy too so it's perfect for like morning so i want to start doing that for the morning time and they're just <clears throat> it's it won't like you know they don't fill you up so it, it but it's still you're, you're still getting you're still getting that like you're still filling you up but you're not uh getting sluggish you know, you're not loading yourself up with shit yeah yeah um so yeah and you know to me like i've always i remember i got i went when i was in okinawa i made those shakes and that was like I remember I was like, oh man, those were so good. Like I remember after a workout, like you said, it was like the most rewarding thing. And it was actually like part of the reason I, I kept yeah. going to the gym was so yep. I could have another shake. Yeah. And just like the feeling, you know, oh man, I remember like drink a shake after a workout and take a nice shower. And it's just, you feel like you're in heaven. You know, if there is a yeah. heaven, that's what it is. Yeah. And I think that's what people don't realize is like how much better that that gratification is compared to that gratification. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I have a, I have two two suggestions for your shake for additions. Yeah, sure. All right. Absolutely. The first one is chia seeds. Have you ever had chia seeds? I, I knew you were going to say that because mom, <laughs> mom used to have those chia seeds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, if you put a tape, if you put like a spoonful in your shake, you, you won't taste them. Um, right, right. But they have amazing health benefits in terms of like omega threes, which are just good for like your brain in your oh, yeah. emotional state. And yeah. they're also, you know, high in protein. They're just good for you. Um, so chia seeds. And then the other suggestion is flaxseed meal, um, which is another very similar to chia seeds, um, but they're ground up. So it's like kind of powdery. Um, if you put a spoonful of that in your shake, you probably won't taste it, but they have very similar health benefits to the chia seeds. So what are those uh, what are called? Uh, flaxseed meal. Flaxseed meal. Yes. And you can probably find it right next. Right, you can probably find them right next to the chia seeds. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you put one or both of those in your shake, I think those would be uh, nice additions. Awesome. Yeah, no, I definitely will. I remember mom used to uh, with the chia seeds, and uh, it's good for, like, cognitive function and stuff, which yeah. is very important. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, anything to, like, <clears throat> anything, like, natural that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I actually, so I have my uh, medical card, medical marijuana card. 
Yeah. Um, but I want to kind of steer away from smoking just because I want to save my lungs. Um, yeah. So I found they have uh, tea tea bags. Pot oh. infused tea. Okay. Um, so they have uh, they have one for so with marijuana, like there's two different like types, I guess you would say. Uh, so you have like your one type um, sativa, which is more for like energy boosting. Yep. And that's kind of the one that gives you like might give you like a little anxiety, you know, but it kind of like uh, gets you going. And then the other is the indica, which that's the one that like relaxes you. And um, okay. so like the, so the our... sativa one. What's that? Uh, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. No, I, okay. No, you finish. Okay. I, I have a All separate right. thing, so you can finish. All right. Um. So yeah. So they have like the sativa, which I plan on using that for like morning time when I wake up. Have some tea, sativa, and then uh, nighttime, like after work or whatever, have some indica, kind of relax me a little bit, and. I don't know. I, I just bought them uh, this past uh, this, two days ago, Friday. So I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to try it this week. So we'll see. Awesome. Um, are both of those types um, like common? Yeah. So what do you mean, indica and sativa? Yeah. Are they yeah, both so popular? It, yeah. So it's uh, that's what it is. Like that's what the pot is. You know, so you either have an indica pot and then, you know, you have various strands off of that or yep. you have indica or sativa yep. or whatever yep. I said. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So all pot is either indica or sativa. And then you have some that they like mix together, which is a hybrid. So, you yeah. you have some that like um it kind of contradicts itself like it says like it's supposed to give you like an energy boost but it's all supposed to relax you so it's but you it's more just like uh you know releasing your endorphins or whatever you know that's what it really does gotcha because i've um when i've done it i've had extremely different experiences in terms of really enjoying it and also really hating it so i wonder if i was yeah doing each of the different types so you probably yeah so you the one you enjoyed was probably the indica and okay. that's the one that like i i started with because that was the one that just relaxed me okay um and then the sativa one would make me like my brain would be going like a thousand miles an hour yeah exactly about things that i that like worry me and stuff <laughs> yeah. okay and, um so yeah that's normal but okay. then like so like with me what i did i started off with the indica and then and then uh once i kind of got used to like being high um i started with like the sativa a little bit like um okay you know and then it kind of and then i kind of it like it would still kind of like I would still feel like the high, like, Oh, whoa, where am I right now? But like, yeah, you know, but now it's like, I, uh, you know, I'm good. I'm good now. I just, um, I'm cutting down, you know, I want it to be more just, uh, you know, maybe the tea will be a good substitute. And, but I mean, they have all sorts, they have edibles, they have, they have creams, lotions, and this stuff is, you know, it's, there are certain ones that doesn't, it doesn't give you, the uh 
the the mental high it gives you like the the body relaxation high you know so it's if you get it like the medical stuff it's you know the there's you know professionals that um that research this stuff and so this is all like science um and so there you know you can get it like in a drink liquid form um i saw like you can get like shots i don't know how that works but uh yeah and, and so like in a shot glass like, no no or, like, or uh, injected like injected yeah okay but i don't know I'm, I'm not interested in that at all but they have all sorts and uh i mean if it's like I'm glad that it's becoming like this, you know, it, it, it shouldn't have like a bad rep because it has been like science is like a part of it now. And, you know, it's not what it used to be. It's not just like off the street drug. Yeah. You know, um, it's becoming more of like a pharmaceutical yeah. and, so, and it's a good, it's, it's like the most natural pharmaceutical you could find. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they got like the lotions and stuff. It's good for real. Like the THC does more than just like get you high. You know, it has so many health benefits. It's good for your skin. Um, and then they have like CBD, which is similar to THC, but it's just another like chemical compound in marijuana. And they, and it has a ton of health benefits as well. And including like good for your skin, you can smoke it all, all the same thing as the THC, but you know, they extract that and it's, so it's its own thing. And that's like, uh, for, I know you're not into that, but if, if you were say hypothetically, if you were, you know, they have like uh, CBD oil that, you know, it's other, it's not just like getting high off of it, you know? Yeah. Well, the CBD doesn't get you high, right? No. Um, it doesn't get you high. And I personally have, I never use the medical stuff. I just use like the stuff at the gas stations, which that's not, that's not real CBD, but, um, yeah. uh, but I'm sure the medical stuff, like if you get it from a medical dispensary, I'm sure it would have some, uh, I'm sure I don't think you would get high off of it. <clears throat> you wouldn't get high if you smoked it, but it's still, might you know like the oils and stuff i think are still really good for you so yeah um there was this uh, this guy i knew and he had like this whole kit like marijuana kit and um he had like i don't know it was like this pipe thing this weird thing and it, i think he i think it was oil it was there was this substance and it was some type of like liquidy substance i don't know if it was the oil or what mm. But like he, that's, that's what, that was one of the things, one of the ways he would use it was with that liquid stuff, which I think was oil. And I, I've heard that that can be dangerous. Do you know anything about that? Oil? I don't know. I don't know if it was oil or what. It was like what? some, it was something, some type of, I thought it seemed like liquid. I don't know. Um... Like the vaping? I think he was vaping. I think that's what it was. I don't I don't know. But um anyways, um ba based on what you were saying, I 
Uh, I think um, the decriminalization of marijuana has kind of enabled the science to kind of break through mm-hmm. and show the benefits of it, you know, because when something's just flat out illegal, then the majority of people that smoke it are just going to take whatever they can get off oh, the street. I see what, okay, I see what you're Okay, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, was just, oh, no. I realized what you were talking about. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, the drug, like being people using marijuana, like from like a drug dealer versus like a medical place. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of, you know, especially with the vapes um, because people are able to uh, lace them. Yeah. So easily. And yep. So that, that attributed to a lot of deaths and that is what people think, you know, that's what people associate with the vape thing is what is that. Um, But with, uh, you know, the medical, it can still be dangerous if it's overused for sure. Yeah. But if you use it correctly, the way it's supposed to be used, then there's, I mean, I don't see any, uh, anything bad. Uh, with with the vape, um, in particular, if that's what you're referring to, or, or with any of it, um, yeah, you know, if you use anything, and we've talked about it before, if you use anything too much, it's going to be bad for you. And but it's yeah, the the fact that it is uh, being dug into by science and is a great thing, and uh, you know, it could. It could be a game changer, you know, um, it's definitely, you know, it helped me get away from alcohol and it's still, you know, I'm over a year away from the last time I ever had a sip and, you know, it's good for people. Like it's a great alternative for people who are like struggling with uh, drug addiction or alcohol abuse or whatever it is, um, you know, if used correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah and you know um and i think it's much more likely to be used correctly if it's decriminalized versus yes. being illegal exactly. um, yeah you know um there's a uh, uh, portugal decriminalized i believe all drugs 20 years ago and instead of spending money on putting people in jail for stupid offenses like having pot on them they instead put their money towards like rehabilitation programs and stuff like that and the results have been great for them in terms of the number of overdoses and things like that so you know it goes to show that if you focus on helping people instead of punishing people especially for for minor offenses like having a small amount of marijuana on you and putting those people in jail um that that's the best way to help people you know um you know if someone's got like a bad problem then the last thing they need is to be locked up in a jail you know they they need help and especially with people the minor offenses which are most likely going to target uh poor people you know, that's not going to help them either, putting them in jail. So, 
you know, um, I think I think the marijuana industry is flourishing. Um, and I think a big reason why is because uh, more and more states are decriminalizing it. Yeah. Um, so Connecticut's legal now. Oh, it's just totally uh, legal. Well, decriminalized. Decri- it's yeah. Decriminalized. Uh, so with a medical marijuana card, I'm allowed to have uh, six plants. Oh, are so you I, are you growing some? Yeah. Nice. Um, so I have they, them. They grow day. outside, right? Yeah. So um, my coworker Steve, uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean Ben? <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, Ben. <laughs> um so uh some stranger uh just gave me these six plants and they were they weren't like they were they were I'll bleep, tiny i'll bleep that out my coworker. Yeah. Bleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i still send my coworker. <laughs> i'll bleep that out too yeah my bleep, bleep. <laughs> um so yeah, so I started off, I put them in the basement with like a, a grow light, like this LED grow light. And uh, they grew. And then I, once they got to the height of the, where the lamp or the light was, um, I brought them outside and they've been, they're getting huge. Uh, so I put them like, so the lawn that we have, it's like all, most of it's grown because they, we have like a lot of plants growing and they just like having that stuff grown. And so I put them in like various places, places around the lawn and you can't even see them. Like I, I had a hard time finding them when I went back uh, to look for them. Um, so I uh, first like cleared out some trails and stuff, but um, so yeah, there, so I figured if I put them in there with like the thick kind of plants around them, then it might make them grow a little more because they're kind of reaching for the sun in a way which that's like what photosynthesis is. Yeah. Um, so I figured that like with all those uh, kind of taller plants and now they're like, they're super tall. Um, I don't know what they're normal, normally look like it from what I heard, they just grow based off of, <clears throat> you know, where they are. Obviously that's how all plants are. If they get a lot of sunlight, they're going to grow more. Um, but it kind of made sense to me, like having, having kind of like that barrier around them so that it has to like reach and like, they are pretty tall now. Like they're as tall as all the other plants. It's pretty cool. Nice. And have you used them? Um, so they, they're not grown yet. Um, so they, they like grow, the leaves grow and stuff. You see like the pot leaves, but the actual like buds, they don't really come in until like later, later on, but you can see like they, it starts off with these like little white hairs and uh, that's how, you know, like they're, they're starting to bud. And then that bud is like, that's the flower that you smoke or whatever. Nice. Awesome. So when do you think they're going to be ready? Probably by the end of the summer. Um, And from what I'm told, it's a lot of weed for like each plant uh, is like a couple pounds. Wow. Or could be, I think I, I could be totally wrong there. 
that sound I'm saying that out loud and it sounds like a lot, but yeah, maybe not that much, but uh, it's going to be a decent amount. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with it, but nice. And then, you can, then you can just plant more. Yeah. Then I'll just plant more. As long as you have six. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. So it's kind of fun. Uh, I've never really gotten into like gardening or anything. So this is my first introduction. Yeah. Nice. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool little hobby, I guess. Watching them grow. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have a garden too. Not probably won't Not have probably. marijuana in it. <laughs> I'm sure Stephanie wouldn't. I don't think Stephanie wants to invite uh, family over. <laughs> marijuana garden. Um, but I'd like to have a garden. Um, dad, dad loved having a garden. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was into that, that garden, uh, behind that white house. Um, on Goodwin. Yeah. Um, he had a pretty big garden there. It was pretty cool. It was big. It was a really good garden. Yeah. 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 They're fun. Yeah. Grandma, um, grandma used to like to garden. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She had flowers. Yeah. She had a lot of flowers. Yeah. I remember she, she didn't grow pot. No. Not we know of. <laughs> I there's a lot of stuff we don't know about grandma and grandpa, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think she was, but <laughs> <laughs> grandma was a stoner. <laughs> Roll that shit up, Bill. <laughs> Rita, give me my pipe. <laughs> uh, taking hits from the bong. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Rita, you gotta try this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bill. <laughs> Holy shit, Bill! I'm stoned. <laughs> Bill, I hope the kids don't come over now. <laughs> Bill, hide the stuff. The kids right? are here. <laughs> oh shit! Act normal. <laughs> yeah, they could have been doing that. We we just never knew. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of. That's weird. I'm sure there's a lot of things that we don't know about, like even like dad, you know, and yeah. grandma and grandpa and that whole family even. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'd like to learn um like grandma and grandpa's stories. Cause weren't they both born um overseas? I believe so. I believe uh grandpa was born in Lithuania. I want to say that's crazy. And then they came over here when he was like a teenager and he's learned how to speak English pretty quickly from what I heard. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about grandma. I'm not too sure. I do know Bill, uncle Bill Keo looked into her ancestry and I think we talked about it. The found like the King of England or something. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I don't, I don't know, like where grandma came from, you know. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I wanted to look more into my ancestry because I think it's something that's that really interests me. Um, yeah. Because, like, I, <laughs> um, there was this person talking about the doing this math problem example, and they were looking at uh, they showed like a fake like family tree, like you know you have one person and that one person has two parents, and yeah. each of those parents have two parents, so you go from one to two to four to eight, and. I was thinking to myself, if you, if, if one person has two parents and each of those people have two parents and each of those people have two parents. And if you keep doubling, yeah, very quickly, you get to very high numbers. And I was mm -hmm. doing the math and I was like, okay, if, if each generation is about 30 years and you keep doubling, uh, I did the math out. And it was like, after like, after a few hundred years, that's, you just have too many people. If you keep doubling the people, that's more people than there is on the earth. And I was like, how, how is this, how, how is this math working out? You know, it doesn't make sense. And then I realized that there's duplicates, meaning that there's a lot of shared, uh, there's a lot of shared ancestry and shared relatives that we don't realize. And it doesn't take that many generations for a relative to be shared by multiple people. Um, you know, if, especially back then when people had a, a lot of kids, you know, um, you know, and um, so like, you know, if you look looking back at a family tree and you go to, you know, um, if two different people, like say you, and then say your one of your coworkers, just for an example, um, if you start looking at each, if each of you start looking at your two parents and your four grandparents and your eight grand uh, grandparents, and you just keep going, you know, it's it doesn't take that many generations for you, and then what seems to be some random person to actually share. A relative and um and it happens from you know uh people used to have you know a lot of kids and you know um and so <clears throat> you know it's 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 interesting how um how that happens and then you know just also like just having ancestry from like all over the world, like grandpa being from um, Lithuania is, is very interesting. Um, but anyways, we, um, our session is going to end soon. So you want to call it uh, here? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a quick prediction for the game tonight? Um, yeah, I think the Celtics are going to pull it off. And I think uh, Peyton Pritchard is going to have a, uh, a uh, breakout game. All right. Awesome. I like it.